0: Gracious God, help us to follow your way of the cross, which is the way of life. Amen. Perhaps you've heard the expression, after asking for directions, well, you can't get there from here. Indeed, sometimes, based on our starting point, there's just not a way to get to the destination. For example, by car, I cannot start driving and end up in France. Or, given my age, there is no amount of training or practice that will ever lead me to playing in a tennis tournament at Wimbledon. We simply can't get there from here. And when it comes to our faith, it seems like one of these directional disconnects is found between Jesus' crucifixion and his exaltation to the right hand of God. As we are considering how to interpret the cross this Holy Week, tonight we consider an idea that scholars have called paradoxic exaltation. We heard in the reading from Hebrews that Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, endured the cross and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. And it might seem like we've missed some steps between the cross and the throne. That's the paradox. The cross is about shame, betrayal, cursedness, God forsakenness and degradation. So how is it that the crucified one sits at the right hand of the father? It's a paradox because it makes no sense. It seems that there's no way to get there from here. And yet this is a part of our faith, that Jesus is exalted to the right hand of the Father. And it's not so much that we proclaim that Jesus sits on the throne of God and it just so happens that he had previously been crucified, as if that were a minor detail in his biography. No, the idea behind paradoxic exaltation is that it is through the cross that Jesus is exalted to the right hand of God. That the crucifixion is also a coronation. In other words, the cross is not some tragedy in the story of Jesus that had otherwise been a pretty good story. Rather, the cross is the culmination of Jesus' life. From the very beginning, Jesus was on a collision course with the status quo, with the powers that be, with the ways of this world. In his life, he followed that pattern that he gave to us when he fed the 5,000, the pattern of take, bless, break, and give. Jesus took on flesh. He was blessed by the Spirit in his baptism, broken on the cross so that he might give life to the world. The cross is about what the incarnation of Jesus was aiming at from the very start. And when we consider the imagery of the cross, we see that this was not a minor or incidental part of Jesus' life. This was his magnum opus. Consider all the ways that you have seen the crucifixion, depicted in art and in scripture, or even on our crucifix. There's a sign above his head that reads, King of the Jews. It is with God's sense of humor and providence that humanity's taunting of Jesus was actually the truest thing that could be said in that moment. Indeed, on the cross, Jesus is enthroned. And to make it even clearer, the world gave him a crown of thorns. And God gives him the crown of all crowns, as Jesus is elevated to the right hand of God. He is mocked, given purple robes. Purple robes often went with royalty. The world meant it as bullying, but it was exactly right. This is not only the king of Israel, but the king of the cosmos in last night's reading from first corinthians we heard that the cross appears to be foolishness to the world even though it is the wisdom of god though it seems like a cruel joke the truth of the matter is that the crucifixion is a coronation in the book of common prayer there's a prayer that we pray every friday morning it says Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not into glory before he was crucified. Mercifully grant that we, walking the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. And that's the paradox. Jesus suffered pains before the joys of Easter. He was crucified prior to being glorified at the right hand of God. And we find peace, not despite the death and horrors of the cross, but precisely because of it. There's a passage in Philippians, we heard it read this past Palm Sunday, that scholars largely think was a hymn in the early church. Part of it reads, Christ Jesus emptied himself Taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God highly exalted him. It's right there in Scripture. Paradoxic exaltation. Jesus emptied himself and died and is filled with resurrection life. Easter comes not because Jesus' vital signs ceased and he was a corpse. Rather, Easter comes because Jesus gave himself fully and totally to the Father and was therefore fully and totally made whole. Now, we take it for granted that Jesus is at the center of our faith, but this week reminds us why Jesus is at the foundation It's not because of his miracles. It is not because of his teachings. It is not because of his compassion. It is because by his death on the cross, he is exalted to the right hand of the Father. And why this matters so much is that the right hand of the Father is the place of power and judgment. Jesus is the judged judge who becomes our judge. The one who decides our fate is none other than the one who loves us so much as to die for us. And this is why we are so confident that all shall be well, because of the cross. Our murder of God did not lead to the collapse of the universe or God rejecting us forever, but rather it became the means by which Jesus is glorified in a love that defies all explanation. In John 14, Jesus says that he is going on ahead of us to prepare a place for us. Well, our future is secure because of the cross of Jesus. Through his death, he has gone on ahead of us, becoming the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, as we heard in Hebrews. Jesus has blazed a trail through the valley of the shadow of death, and has prepared our place in the bosom of God for each of us. And as Hebrew says, this was all done so that you may not grow weary or lose heart. Friends, Christ has endured the shame, pain, and rejection of the cross for us. And paradoxically, In emptying himself to such degradation, God has exalted him to the throne of heaven, which means that we have every reason to be confident and hopeful that no matter our failures, no matter our doubts, no matter our deaths, there is a place prepared for us in God's eternal and life-giving love. The cross, is how we get from here to there.